one. Happy New Year. Why did I feel like you were trying to trick me by counting down in sequence? Why did I feel like I was being, like, fooled? <laughs> we, you see, because we actually said 11 three times, and we got you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you just got pranked. <laughs> if you turn around behind you, you'll see the one guy that used to be on Friends. What? Not Friends. That yeah. 70s show. <laughs> Damn it. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> oh, you mean, do you mean that 70s show you, you dip? <laughs> I do mean that 70s show. I'm like, David Schwimmer was on, <laughs> that a, a prank show? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast. I'm your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. AJ, we have a guest this week, and it is Joe Langlois from the Gaming New Horizons and Mock Footage Podcast. Hello, Joe. Hi, that's me. Hi, Holy Joe. Crap. How's it it's going? Been so long. It's been it's going so long so since well. we've had a guest. <laughs> it's going so well. I'm here on one of my very favorite gaming podcasts. Uh, second, Whoa. possibly only to my own gaming pos- podcast. <laughs> hey, that's fair. <laughs> you know what? That's some pretty stiff competition. Not going to lie. I actually, like, no joke, I really do listen to Gaming New Horizons every week. Same. Same. Oh, excellent. Oh, I've been listening since, like, probably a little bit right before you all renamed your show. Okay. Yeah, I, wow. You and I picked it up around that's, the same that's, time. That's yeah. incredible. And you, so you listen all the time, so you know that it comes out every other week, not every week. Of course I know that it comes out every other week. Well, here's the thing. I'm, su- I'm subscribed to the second bonus Instagram. So well, I, I, I don't know about it. <laughs> you don't know about it. But if you ask Ray about it and you use the secret code word that him and I know, then he'll let you in on the second okay. uh, it's just, episode. It's just it's just a fan cast of where they just like re- just repeat the episode. But it's But it's just different people it is just now that i'm realizing that you're not on it every uh, you're only on it every other week and i yeah. am just now realizing mm. now i know mm. so <laughs> i might have to apologize to ray <laughs> yeah i think we picked it up i know i picked it up i believe it was like the last two episodes of over which was right around where i jumped in and then it became gaming new horizons gaming new i think horizons. that's as far yeah, that's which started, I, I believe... it rebranded, we became GNH at the beginning of this year. Our first episode mm-hmm. was uh, January, I don't know, 5th or something. Right on. Well, if you don't mind us asking, like, we, I, do we want to open up with a submission, AJ, or do we well, want to open I think, up with a question? I think right off the bat, why don't you just describe to us the two shows that you do first? Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. I, yeah, sure. Um, well, the first that we've been talking about is Gaming New Horizons, or GNH. Um, and that is, that is rebranded from Overwitch. Um, and it is a comedy, um, gaming podcast <laughs> that I do with my friends, Ray and Terrence. And we come together every other week to dis- basically to discuss some game in great detail. Um, and mm-hmm. there, that's, that's about as much thought as we put into it. But there's also a news segment now, or I guess there always was, but it used to be Overwatch news. Now it's just general gaming news, but we're also all really behind the times. So like, I don't know. We just like to talk about video games and then 
whatever game specifically we we are discussing we we talk about the, whatever stuck out to us the art the theming the the writing mm-hmm. um anything that we thought was worthwhile and worth mentioning anything that we thought could have been done better and um then at the very end we decide whether or not we're going to continue playing it after we put up the episode because mm-hmm. um having done a gaming podcast for geez almost three years now more than that? I don't know. Time time is fake. Good, good time. Um, but for a long time, you know, <laughs> you pick up a lot of games and, you know, you just can't continue playing all of them. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are it, not going to make the cut. And and I think for... I, oh, uh, oh, AJ, who's going to talk, man? Our delay is <laughs> fucking with us. I'll go first. Um, oh, shit. Okay, man. I would say that, like, you mentioned <laughs> that you guys go through the games and analyze them. I would say that you guys put a pretty stiff, like, pretty strong microscope to those games. I remember the when all three of you were analyzing uh, Disco Elysium. Yeah. Like, you all brought up a lot of good and variety different, like, angles, perspectives, and issues mm-hmm. with the game that a lot of other gaming uh, podcasts that I listened to weren't doing. And I really respect that. Like, you all are very vocal about any sort of issues that you may have noticed. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's that's part of the reason that we rebranded is that we've become more comfortable with our voice, and also we wanted to move away from Overwatch in general. But uh, mm-hmm. I love doing that podcast so much because I don't really, I don't really get a a lot of chances to talk to well, Terrence especially because we're all really busy, and we yeah. get together and we talk, and they always have different like perspectives than me and they always bring up things that surprise me and i think i do for them as well and um that's that's what the show really is about. it's not like video games is the content but it's about like talking to your friends and um like looking at something from a lot of different lenses and getting as many of those perspectives as possible mm-hmm. well the thing i i in the thing that I personally enjoy about gaming New Horizons is that it has a very chill approach to discussing those things. Mm-hmm. It's a very it doesn't feel like it needs to be overly amped. Like I know like kind of like our flavor on spiritual successors, we like to be big and just crazy and all this stuff, but like you guys still manage to just kind of keep a calm atmosphere but still stay very engaging, which yeah. I which I which I dig. I think that's one of my because it's it's very it's like a different flavor than most of the podcasts I listen to. Like Dungeons and Daddies, they're just yelling at each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you know, listen to Gaby New Horizons. It's like, oh, this is pretty chill. This is cool. These are succinct points. I dig it. Hell yeah. Yeah, we take the. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay. So the the podcast rooted as over which was we started that podcast because that was the thing we always wanted to talk about whenever we had free time. That was what we were talking about, and we took very that, unique idea. Yeah. That <laughs> we took that energy from like from when we're gaming with each other into the podcast it's it's very much mm-hmm. just a conversation between friends it's not we're not like putting on too much of a show um and mm-hmm. and i think also what you're getting at is exemplified by our tagline at the end of the show gaming it's for everyone like we are here mm-hmm. to like it, no our the, the, i think the big rule is that if you play any video game and you enjoy doing that you're a gamer. Like that's 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 the bar to entry. And gotcha, sucker. Uh, <laughs> you're one of us now. <laughs> I got I got an interesting question for you about that. Actually, is how was it going from, you know, like because everybody like all gamers love talking about games. How was it? How was that transition of going from just talking about games casually to turning it into 
a in like your art like your content was it did it change the tone of those conversations did it make things feel a little bit more like tense to talk about or was it just something really easy to slot into i think at first yeah like especially when we were first starting out we were really afraid of stepping on toes because we thought you know any fan any anyone that we could possibly offend we wanted to not offend them so we could keep those people but um as we got more comfortable with ourselves and our and our voice and um, not just as podcasters, but as people like uh, it, it, the conversations that we have on the show are very often mirrored in conversations that we have off air. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're one and the same basically. Um, and sometimes we try to save points or whatever talking points for the show, but all in all, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, it's very casual and I don't, I don't feel too much pressure about, about what we're going into. I don't feel like any kind of, uh, uh, need to, to, to say something, you know, new or unique or special or whatever, because it's our voice and people are listening. And, uh, I I don't, (laughs) I, I feel like gaming is such a, it's such a oversaturated market gaming content about gaming, (laughs) but you know, (laughs) all this stuff's new but i really wanted to do the podcast that you guys are doing and i'm so glad that you are like i I don't think i ever could have um because i I didn't have any friends that were so into it well yeah i guess here we are like you're 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 taking the first quarter of this episode to talk about my show (laughs) you're doing the show now and as a matter of fact i think that's a great great spot to kind of like jump in hold hold on he's got to talk about mock footage we can't oh yeah all right really quick um (laughs) mock footage i do with ray um and that comes out every week and essentially ray's a really anxious lad who has not seen a lot of movies now he's seen quite a few um but he used to lie in conversations about not seeing or about seeing movies that he hadn't seen put him on blast oh (laughs) my god this is the premise of the show (laughs) it's a great premise (laughs) um and so i make him sit down and tell me about a a movie that he's never seen but tell me what he thinks it's about based on Mm -hmm. cultural osmosis sometimes i'll give him a movie poster if he asks but Mm -hmm. um he just makes up a plot and then we watch the movie together <laughs> off mic, and then we come back after we've seen it and discuss the oh, movie and also the that. differences. I think that's such a fun format. I love it. Are you at all concerned about what happens once you've shown Ray every movie? I'm not concerned about that because the <laughs> list is still quite long and we've been doing it for over a year. Um, so, <laughs> AJ, AJ, there's like, I don't, you know, like that little number thing they put at the end of movies? There's like tw- there's like fifty thousand movies that have, that have that number on it. Wait, what? They're Are the- you talking about like when they put an eight at the end of Fast and the Furious? What? No, 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 no. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, you could make a podcast that is all about dissecting Fast and the no, Furious what movies. Number the, are there's you a lot of content. About? No, no, no. There's like um in I forget what the name of the industry. I mean, the company is, but there's like this little mark they put at the end of credits that's like looks like a like the Earth, but as a grid, and it gives you like its film number, like when it was released. So like you can actually look at movies from like the like I believe it started in roughly the 30s or the 40s. Uh, when they started counting these numbers, a lot of old Alfred Hitchcock movies have them, and it gives you their number. So it's like uh, film number eight thousand, film number twenty thousand, film number forty thousand. You can it, I forget. I don't know the name of it. 
I know I'm a filmmaker and I'm a I'm a mm-hmm. fucking dumb dumb, but wow, <laughs> this is something wow. I've never. You and heard I went of. to the and same now, college and you don't know the name of this thing. That's pretty cringe, bro. Can't believe. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> we all know about this. We all know the cool number. I asked for the audience. I mean, <laughs> Hey, AJ, tell me about your David Fincher uh, class that you thought was actually the other David. I could tell you about the Fincherian elements, but of course we all know all about the Fincherian elements of film. (laughs) (laughs) All right. AJ, do you want to give us, you want to start us off? I'll give us a uh, submission. Joe, are you ready to do it? Yeah, yeah. I, I... I, I feel like I want to do your podcast instead of I feel I feel ashamed for talking about mine so much. <laughs> what are you no, talking about fine. your guests? Like we wanted you on the podcast because we want to share with our audience what, what you guys do. We like what you guys do. We actively listen to it. So yeah, I appreciate hell it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, let's get into it. I got a submission here from the bus from speed uh, at, on Twitter. <laughs> at, oh, God. Fuck, no, you, Andrew, fuck you so much. <laughs> <laughs> the dark and gritty tack in the power of Juju reboot, the world de- deserves. We all remember mm. tack in the power of Juju, right? The hit Nickelodeon. Uh, I remember nothing about Juju. I do. Well, Juju were the gods. Wait, AJ, was this a game before it was a show? Here's the thing. I don't know whether it was a game or a show first. And it that's was a game. fucking me up, oh. too. I didn't know it was oh. a show. There was yeah, a TV they had, they show. They had a Nickelodeon show. And I, if I well, that explains why I remember good. the theme song. Because I don't know why I would know the theme song to a video game. <laughs> mm. I'm Googling uh, right now to figure out whether or not uh, it was a TV show or a cartoon no, 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 or a uh, game no. first. Okay, okay. I, everybody roughly, everybody here roughly remembers like the poster to those games, right? Does anybody we remember We all have a game? vague understanding of Tacking yeah. the Power of Juju. I, I, I remember there was a staff that had a magic gem on it. I remember... Okay. A floating mask, but that might have been from that's Crash Bandicoot. That's, yeah, that's that Crash was Bandicoot. Cr- that was Crash Bandicoot. So maybe I shouldn't be the one talking right now. <laughs> Tack had a really cool, tough, and buff friend that was definitely would nowadays classify as a himbo. I don't believe we had the vocabulary for it back then. <laughs> Voiced by Patrick Warburton, probably, probably. was. <laughs> All right. So I had two just... copies of Tack and the Power of Juju, and I never asked for it once. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> I never beat it. How does that happen? I have no like, idea. Did like just two family members be like, "Hey, here's this for Christmas," but I already, but you got it like the no. previous year. Dude, two no different platforms. Interesting. Oh, two. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So, okay, AJ, do you want to read us like the basic? Do you have, like, the basic uh, concept in front of you? Uh, I did. Let me pull it up again. (sighs) Man, amateur hour over here. Am I right, Joe? You're the amateur. Um, He did say (laughs) dark and gritty Tack in the Power (laughs) Juju reboot. We weren't talking about Tack in the Power Juju for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) An ancient prophecy foretells that the moon Juju, the kind protector of the Papa Nunu people... Would be weakened by the evil tile lock. Wow, these are just fucking fantasy words, huh? Just <laughs> I, I have not digested any of the names you've said to yeah. me, so... An um. embittered Papa Nunu shaman, so he could turn the Papa Nunu people into sheep as revenge for not being made high shaman in favor of another shaman, Jibolba. Uh-huh. The, okay, so uh-huh, here's... Uh-huh. That's, our, that's, our, that's our story. So this is like Zelda... Uh, Twilight, no, it's not Twilight. Is it Twilight Princess, the one where he gets turned into a wolf and has wolf 
cool powers. Cool he does have powers. cool powers. So this is like that. It's like a Jack gets turned into a sheep, and it's a dark, gritty story about him killing people as sheep. There you go. There's your game. <laughs> well, I okay, hold on. Wait. I do very much like this idea of like this little, like, um, I don't know he's what like to call He's like a little warrior, right? No, oh, warrior boy. Yeah, he's a what mighty he warrior. Doesn't, he doesn't, okay, I can't imagine a violent sheep. I'm sorry. I just don't, my, my imagination doesn't go that far. But maybe he turns into a wolf. He could and, turn into a wolf. And, and like that could have some fun theming. Like he's an outcast among his people who have been turned into sheep, right? That's uh, not uh, So this okay. evil shaman turns the whole gr- like village into sheep. Or into mm-hmm. li- yeah, into sheep, except for Tack, who thanks to his cool juju powers gets turned into a radical wolf. Right. Okay. So is he is he going back is he trying to go kill the shaman? Is that his thing? Or yeah, he's trying to eat the shaman the and don't consume trust his power. Him. Mm-hmm. The, the sheep okay. don't trust him rightly. He's not gonna hurt them. He's there to protect them, but they think like I mean it's a wolf. It's a wolf mm-hmm. in their it's sheep. It's a big like, bad wolf, on. yeah. It's a big bad wolf. Okay, cool. So he's like he's outcasted at the beginning of the game and the journey is like him just like doing kind of a <laughs> uh, sp- uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom, like some small open world sort of vibe. Yeah, here's one thing that I think is absolutely fascinating about trying to break this uh, reboot of the game. All three of us have a vague memory of Tack and the Power of Juju. <laughs> None of us have any idea what the fuck Tack could do. I don't remember the game yeah. of this. Yeah, no. I didn't remember the sheep until you said it. That's that's kind of the point of the show. <laughs> <laughs> We um, kind of just talk about shit we don't know, and then this is, we yeah, make this a is, game. This is feeling like mock footage a little bit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what was the gameplay of this like? It was like a platformer, right? Yeah, it. It. I felt it. If I remember correctly, it was kind of like a small open world platformer. Like each level was like a contained open world sort right. of vibe. Was it not a like collectathon? I I think it was. was. I think it was like. Elements. I think it was like. I think I didn't play it because it was like Jack and Daxter, but in my mind, not as good. So I just played Jack and Daxter. That makes uh, sense. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. All right. All right. Do, Do we, we just take the game? story from av- from uh, James Cameron's Twilight Avatar Princess? and slap this? Where did you get that? Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Like, there was no comparison <laughs> no, whatsoever. No, I'm with it. Well, here's <laughs> there's the thing. No, there's it, no wolves. It's this in- group Actually, of indigenous people. Dogs, but- well, now some of them can turn into sheep and wolves. It's a group of indigenous people, and we're, we're creating the dark remake of Tack and the Power yeah. of Juju, which uh-huh. if you have an indigenous group of people, the only thing you can do is recreate the story of Ferengoli or Avatar <laughs> from James Cameron or literally <laughs> any other story about indigenous people. Yeah, oh, but like, what if we flip that on its head though, and like, just I don't know, because like, I feel like those we've seen that story, and I feel like it's like it's always like a fucking like bummer. I feel like we could make. That. I don't think we can try something a little bit different. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. I mean, do you do you remember Attack and Power and the Power of Juju being like good, or do you remember it being like mediocre? I remember I have it. no idea. That's the end of the sentence. <laughs> That's the end of yeah. the thought. I don't know that we need to make it good. I think maybe we can move on. <laughs> There we go. All right. <laughs> All right. Here. All right. Do you want Which me to get a game, Which one of you two AJ? wants to bring one? Joe, you got one? All right. Joe. Uh, let's, I let's do. Yeah. Um, Heck yeah. Let me, let me start with... Uh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with this one. It's from At Dust in Your Eyes. Um, <laughs> the suggestion is trauma center, but hyper-realistic surgeries. 
And I don't know <laughs> how much I am into this idea, but I definitely did want to talk about Trauma Center. So that's that's why. I <laughs> Trauma Center was the Flash game, right? That eventually got no. like an Adult Swim game. Oh, no, it no. was a D- it was a DS game, dude. Yeah, it's like uh, game, game Grumps actually game. have a have a really popular uh, Let's Play of it. Um, it's like it's kind of like. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but I guess it's kind of like a dating game combined with a. Like with yeah. sur- like a surgery mini game. Yeah, like I thought surgery- it's a visual novel. I don't know that it's a yeah. dating game, but it, it is a visual that, novel. And a visual then, like, novel is a better description. The yeah. the gameplay of it is like there are you do little surgeries. Uh, it's kind of like Operation, the board game, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> um, and yep. you excise like it starts off pretty normally. You like excise like tumors and stuff, and then uh, that's normal, right? And then mm-hmm. uh, you like then there's a it's mission a where you have to like diffuse shit. a bomb, <laughs> and then <laughs> as it proceeds, like you start realizing that people are having medical problems because there are aliens uh, infecting like parts of their body or whatever, and then they have it's, like it gets fucking it wild. Gets so weird. It gets so fucking crazy. Actually, and AJ, the you would gameplay love is so much fun. Designs from this. Yeah. Now, does I, need, this, I need to pull is up. Is this like, all the... connected to the 2019 film Trauma Center? Starring Bruce Willis. Oh no, I didn't. Okay. Absolutely not. But our game could. <laughs> no, okay, let's get, all right. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Let's just mocap Bruce Willis into the Trauma Center remake. <laughs> well, hold on, really quickly, AJ. I, like... need sh- I need, I need to show you something really quick. I'm trying to find it, but like the head doctor of the of the trauma center is like the coolest fucking looking character in this entire game i'm certainly like, looking at a jpeg of like a surgery simulator with a hot anime boy in front of it yeah. aren't i i yeah. mean it is it is very much like hot anime people's kind yeah. of a kind of game but there's like the the head doctor has like that beard that does the like the flay out corners on both edges of his face and it's oh, just shit. like the most badass thing he has that heihachi look yeah, or he looks like a Full Metal Alchemist character a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right. so what would this game feel like if it was hyper realistic, right? Like we went in and mm-hmm. we used that loss that uh, Last of Us Two tech and really yeah. got in there with the bits and the gigs and the grams. Yeah, see again, this is where I'm starting to get a little queasy. I'm like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, cause I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it's Surgeon Simulator. I. I Let's mm-hmm. let's do it. Let's do Last of Us, and then mm-hmm. I is guess... it like the guitar scene where you have to like do Surgeon Simulator, but there's a rhythm element to it? <laughs> well, well, what? yeah. I mean, that actually that's thematically <laughs> that fits for Trauma Center. Yeah, yeah, because you have to do things in like a a specific manner to work. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying like it needs to be it it we're doing Trauma Center, but now it's fucking Guitar Hero, but it's like. Doing something. Now hold on, uh, wait, that has legs. Yeah. <laughs> it does it does veer away from the realism thing, but maybe realism yeah, isn't actually all that fun. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a, a surgeon simulator, but it's a rhythm game. How does that work? Are you like Oh my god, so <laughs> I'm picturing surgeon simulator, but instead of all of like the realistic sounds of like, you know, like the the blood spurting and things, it's just a drum kit. So like, they're, they're, 
their open their open chest basically just becomes a drum kit and each thing you touch becomes a different instrument. Yes, so you can have I love you this. can have you can have levels that are all about like there's two ways to win each level. You can do the traditional surgeon simulator thing and then the other thing is like creating the best like guitar hero sort of like mixtape and that's yeah. voted and then, on by the people people yes, will watch yes. your playthrough and see how well you jammed on this dude's open yes. torso and then they'll be uh, like this rules it did take you 25 minutes to get done with the surgery when oh so <laughs> i was picturing it's kind of like um you do mario maker so like if you Actually, you can create your own surgeries. Like, you have to do this specific thing, but it becomes a soundboard. You can upload whatever sounds you want to this game. Right. So, like, hey, I want to make <laughs> I want to make Surgeon Simulator, but all the sounds are replaced with, like, sound effects from uh, totally Ashton Kutcher in the Friends TV show. That's what we do. Oh, wait. Did, no. Actually, I don't know if we recorded that. No, Was that you like just sound like a fool right now. <laughs> no. Wow, you look like an idiot now. He was just like, friends. Ashton Kutcher wasn't in Friends, you doof. We, wow, we were pretty we were embarrassing talking. that you made that mistake. <laughs> Moving on. No, I have to explain it before the so show. So I have AJ a video game submission here from Kieran. <laughs> I have a video game submission <laughs> All right. All right, tell me about it. This one comes to us from uh, Mars Turf Crusher Antrim at No One Gaytheist. Hopefully, I said all of that correctly. Uh, <laughs> a promotional game for off-brand cereals. First thing that comes to mind here: um, when I think of off-brand cereals, I think of like the ones that come in garbage bags. You remember those? Like it's instead of fruity pebbles, it's Dino pebbles, and then it's in that mm -hmm. big ass, oh, yeah. like plastic bag of yeah. just like chemicals and bad smells. Oh um, yeah, the kangaroo smackums. And yeah, they're always, so all they're always like more uh, descriptive of what this like like it's just like these cornflakes. Uh, these are um you know sweet sweet rounds guys. Sweet <laughs> they, round fluff guys. Up, they, fl they fluff up the text a little bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the first thing that come to mind is that's the way we deliver this game. So it in has to come in those bags. Yeah, but here's the thing. Um, DVDs don't last really well in the bag, so actually finding a bag of cereal that has a game still in in you know, kit, like in in uh, not broken is oh, a rarity. The game so it becomes in the bag. kind of a, it becomes like kind of a collectathon where it's like you buy the cereal and be like, oh god, I hope one of the game, I hope the game is still like not broken. But then you like you find out it is broken, so you have to wait till the next time you get cereal. So you keep coming back hoping you can play this horrible game. Wait, this wait. I, I'm sorry. I don't know if this got meta or not. Are you talking? This is the gameplay of it. Is your your no? Sorry, game? sorry. This is this is how this we is just the how form of delivery. Can, uh, okay. Yes, this is how people can obtain the game. Either way, I don't know that it's a itself. great idea to plan on the game breaking as part of our promotional thing. Get, well, <laughs> games that should not be made, baby. <laughs> oh, good point. Here's, <laughs> here's, the, here's the part where it's genius, right? We're creating uh -huh. the idea that people would need to go out and buy another one, right? right they go out right. and they get their Honey Ant scooters. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. People Is go out and they buy their Honey Net scooters and they like, oh, I can't wait to play the video game that's in the Honey Net scooters bag. Ah, oh, but it's busted. And they didn't find that out until they got to the bottom of the bag because they're a very, very little good boy and they wouldn't just oh scoop God. their fist in and grab the game early. Holy crap. Uh -huh. Like looking at these cereal bags takes me back to the kid. <laughs> just like you just like you open up your cabinet and there's just that giant trash bag of cereal. 
You just pull off the count. Oh, yeah. oh man, that that's good memories. Good me- good cereal memories. So I did. I do want to say okay. I did recently get a box of off-brand cereal from uh, from my local grocer's mart, and it was called peanut butter and jelly cereal. Oh, uh, really what good. the hell is that, that supposed sounds... to be? No, wait, what is that supposed to be? I don't know, but it was really good, and it didn't taste like peanut butter and jelly. So, oh, it's fine. Well, <laughs> it's off-brand for a reason. <laughs> how did they? So, how did Malto Meal get away with calling their fruity pebbles fruity Dino bites? Uh, it's just different. It's just different enough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, just barely, though, huh? <laughs> okay. So is is this a thing where like, how about this? How about this? We each pick a off-brand cereal. And then we create, because like what I think would be is this whole line of off-brand cereals, each one would contain its own mini game. So it would oh, be like, yeah. it's just like, it's just a really quick and easy thing. So we each pick an off-brand cereal and then lightning round it will come up a game for each of those cereals. Like, and it's got to be like so like dumb and simple, like an early 2000s, like learning game where you're like, you're like an army, like a little army shoulder who has to shoot letters and stuff like that. All right. Um, all right. Which... Which would uh, let me look at off-brand cereals. Real All right, quick. I'm ready. I got mine. All right, <laughs> all right, AJ, you want to pitch us yours? Mine's Marshmallow Mateys, and we just completely steal the Assassin's Creed Pirate Engine. What? Why? <laughs> it's, so, it's just the pirate stuff from Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed Black Flag, right? Yeah, from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. It's just those segments. We just we strike a deal and we get just all the pirate missions are like taken out of Assassin's Creed and placed in onto this disc. And it's just a highlight reel of all the good stuff from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. <laughs> But, but all of, instead of like sea shanties, it's just they sing one song and it's they the sing the marshmallow maidens theme. They song. Sing, <laughs> yeah, it's the only song they can sing. <laughs> or or it's or it's the it's the same lyrics just sung in different genres. So like one time one time it's a sea shanty, the other time it's a sweet epic rap battle, and the other time it's kind of like a country. What it's like it's, uh, a synthwave thing. What if it's just all the sea shanties that are in the game but replaced with marshmallow mateys? So like way hey marshmallow mateys way hey oh marshmallow mateys. Wait, are you do are you doing is that drunken sailor? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, I that is. love that No, song. it's Marshmallow Mateys. It's Marshmallow Mateys, <laughs> but you know. Thank you, thank you. I, 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 am, I am incorrect. All right, So that's Joe, the heat that a... Marshmallow Mateys is bringing. Um, what do you got, Jeff? I'm, I'm obsessed with this image of a little raccoon running across the box, and it's on a box that says pranks instead of tricks. <laughs> a, little, a little trash bandit who likes to prank. Oh, um, I love it. And I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and just piggyback of AJ's... Uh, uh, idea here, but we're gonna use the Sneak King engine. Ooh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah! That game was actually really fun. I instead don't... of presenting, well, I've been playing a lot of Toontown lately. Don't ask why. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I, instead of like presenting a hamburger to somebody, I think you would just present them like a whole cream pie, or you know, maybe a bottle of water that you squirt in their face, or whatever. I think that's <laughs> that's that's what pranks is. <laughs> I do okay. like All this right. little raccoon. Hell, hell yeah. All right, hold on. What is the name of it again? It's raccoons. No, it's just called pranks. Oh, pranks. Just look up prank pr- cereal. What? All yeah, right. and we got this little little red panda, little raccoon. Oh, my God. It it's, just supposed to, it's supposed to be like a tricks knockoff. Oh, that's yeah. that's a tragedy. 
It's actually the opposite of a tragedy. It looks awesome. You know, actually, it looks more true to form because Trix has got all that, you know, that swirly shit going on these days. I don't know what they're up to. Also, that rabbit looks naked all the time, and Pranks is yeah. obviously wearing clothes, so... Yeah, Pranks has some modesty. I love Pranks the raccoon. All right, Blake, your turn. You proposed this right, genius I'll, idea. I'll what kind of heat do you got? <laughs> I hope that you didn't bring up this idea and we just showed you up super hard. Um, <laughs> I, I, di- I did mention it, hoping it, like I did put you on the spot, so I had some time to look at, <laughs> to look at it a little bit. Okay, all right, all right, I got one for you. So I am going to use the fruity Dino Bites, but it's kind of it is a knockoff of that um, of the Taco Bell like T Rex game, but instead of like traveling around the city. Do you mean the Doritos T Rex game? Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Uh, Where you yeah, like, eat those I trucks or whatever. Yeah, I don't design a game. I don't do a game design podcast, do I? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's like it's, that. It's, you know, honestly, it's probably a good thing that you forgot what property was attached to that promotional game because that that mm-hmm. just proves that the game was able to stand up on its own merits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's just basically a copy of that. But you are hunting down cereal trucks in the process. Okay. What's a cereal yeah. truck? <laughs> like, there are, Can you there tell are me what truck, a cereal truck is? There are trucks that deliver cereal. That, yeah, that, but what's like, it look like? A cereal? Uh, it looks like a giant cereal box. It's like the Wienermobile <laughs> like the hot dog. But it's just, it's just a cereal box. But it's upright. Do they it's have like, milk? Yeah, they actually. They, they, oh no! If it drifts too much, milk spills out. Mm. Oh my god! Actually, wait a second. Wait a second. Like just aesthetically, I think it'd be so like such a cute thing. Okay, this is a city that is like in a inside of a cereal bowl. So it's like it's like you know like how valleys work. Like uh like cities are within valleys, and we kind of look at them like valleys are just natural cereal balls. Is what I'm oh, saying. Oh my god, they really are. <laughs> so so. This this game is about destroying all of the cereal trucks and that spill milk everywhere. So your and flood idea a city is with you're milk. trying to flo- you're trying to flood a city to make the biggest bowl mm-hmm. of, fri- of fruity dino bites ever. Uh, Mr. Ray, I have one more question for you. Oh, how serious. Uh, what are we going to use? Oh, wait, no, we'd still use dinosaurs, huh? How would yeah. they be different than the cyborg dinosaurs that we had in Dino in Doritos Dash of Destruction? How would they be different? Yeah, obviously we can't use uh, cyborg dinosaurs again. I didn't ask you how your pirates would be different, and you're and you're totally not. Oh, that's because I made it. I made it clear we were just ripping the entire engine. (laughs) There is no difference. (laughs) But you've Uh, already made changes to the. You've made changes a la cereal trucks. So I'm just curious as that. And and like, how about how about how about how about this? How about this? So in the spirit of ripping off fruity pebbles, it is the dinosaurs from the Flintstones, (laughs) but their color, but their color palettes have shifted. So you can say they are different dinosaurs. How about okay. that? Is that good? No, that all right, blends. There you go. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So there's there's three there's three little games. AJ, I think we're back to you, brother. Back to me. Yeah, boy, yo. Uh, I actually want to ask a question. <gasps> That's for right. you, Joe. Oh, question time. Question time. Uh, you we mentioned a little bit earlier that uh you shifted your podcast from Overwitch to Gaming New Horizons. Uh, obviously, I assume that a little bit of that had to do with the heat that Overwatch as a brand was taking. Yeah. But my bigger question is like, what was that shift like for you? Uh, 
what did it really feel scary. like and how did you feel <laughs> those differences it was it was scary um because i mean overwitch was it was the first podcast that we ever made and uh and <laughs> um like we were worried that we'd somehow get lost in the weeds by changing names and changing our our images and everything um changing our whole branding but as soon as we like put everything uh onto paper and as soon as we like started the process of making the changes and as soon as we had our new art and everything like as soon as we put up our new episode and there was a really good reception to it especially like that helped a lot um (laughs) like it it feels really good and it feels more true to us because it was the change had something to do with the heat that blizzard was getting rightly so and like still fuck blizzard but um uh it had more to do with the fact more to do with the fact that we were like playing overwatch had become a chore for us that we had to do at least a little bit every couple of weeks and i still play overwatch sometimes but now i don't have to Mm -hmm. um it was the part of the show that people skipped or didn't pay as much attention to we like forced ourselves over and over again to try to do an overwatch challenge which was a fool's errand um, (laughs) because no one cared about it i found myself glazing over when i was editing the episodes and i'm like this isn't entertaining to anyone even the people who are having the conversations what was the challenge like you would like um, like weekly challenges just to like improve your gameplay yeah, when we started the show, uh, like we were far more into Overwatch, and so we would like put challenges toward each other, like you know, get through a game and and play play as Roadhog and try to get at least fifty percent hook accuracy, like during a game or whatever, um, or play a game with Sombra and hack as many people as possible or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good way to keep some of them were a lot stupider. Do you, do you think that was like difficult for an audience to? engage with because it was very much a visual sort of thing i think the problem with us being so the problem is that our audience and ourselves are far more casual than that we like we liked overwatch a lot and we did play competitive but we never like really played competitively like we never like dug through the i watched a few tips and tricks videos but i didn't like dedicate time and energy Mm -hmm. to it and Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was, it was impossible to talk about things that were so focused and also do so in a way that was like accessible to anyone. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the idea of the show is that we always, we always wanted it to be as accessible as possible. But we just kind of noticed more and more that the Overwatch bits just weren't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was, I, I'm really curious because you're part of the Lunar Light Network. Um, uh, the previous guests we've had on the show were uh, Blue and Haley. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both from, and this is to the audience. Not, I'm not trying to, to explain this to you, Joe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Blue my, and Haley, my, in my, case my, you don't my, know, my, they run this little was, podcast my segue was really weird. network called Badvertising. <laughs> <laughs> News to me. What's that like? <laughs> um, but it, uh, part of their, uh, you're part of... Um, the podcast network that they that they help build. How was changing your podcast identity um, while under a network? Because I'm imagining they brought you on because of what over which was, and then mm-hmm. did that where they like it was there. 
I'm just curious about that process of, you know, having to communicate those things. Like, yeah. with spirits, with like spiritual successor, we're like, we're, we have a couple things in the works of like, when we just want to do something, we just do it. Yeah. Um, but how is that, how does that communication work? Um, I mean, Lunar Light is a really wonderful network to be a part of. That's, that's mm-hmm. the, the long and short of it. They're a family of, of creators. And I'm, I feel very, very blessed to be among them. Um, but, it's been I can't speak for all networks, but for ours, it's been the understanding since we joined that the show is still our property. Like it's it's mm-hmm. us and we can do with it what we choose. If we choose to take it in a direction for whatever ungodly reason that like completely, you know, negates the the themes or the the values of the network, then they would probably ask us to leave. But yeah. Um yeah. if we're if we're not comfortable doing a thing anymore, they're not gonna like make us keep doing it. There's 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 nothing there's nothing like that going on. Um, and they were, they were supportive. Like the wonderful, it, it was, it was a very straightforward, like, Hey, we've been thinking about this for a long time and we're kind of worried about it, but we want to change our name to this. And we know it's a stupid name, but please just like, this is what we, <laughs> this is what we decided <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> and uh, they were all like, yeah, cool. Go for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, it's a powerful thing. Like I think podcasts, um, especially, it's you got to mix it up and you got to change and you got to evolve because it's so right. Cause like, unlike doing like a web series or doing something like uh video essays, you have, there's so much space in between those releases and there's like a lot, they're just like a different animal, but like, you have podcasts out there that have 500 episodes. If it's the same thing it was at episode one, right. it's probably not a great. It's probably not a great podcast. So being able to acknowledge that you guys needed to change and like be like, okay, what can we do differently? Being aggressive about that is like really really cool. Um, and it's just, I I think that's that's pretty awesome. Joe, I yeah. do have to know one thing that's really rubbing me though. Uh huh. You've you you've mentioned a couple of times that like Overwitch wasn't a very good name. I believe you mentioned that in the advertisements for your podcast, and now you've uh-huh. mentioned that Gaming New Horizons is also not a very good name <laughs> uh-huh. for your podcast. Is it a conscious choice to commit your life to an IP that you hate <laughs> saying the name of? Or- I don't hate saying the name of it. I know it's stupid. I know it's dumb, and I think that's great. Okay. Um, <laughs> both the the names of both podcasts came about in the exact same way which was the three of us were in a call talking about all of, all of our branding decisions and the question of what's the name going to be came up and we all thought we were all like going back and forth like well it could be this this is the kind of feel i want to go for and then we all like wrote a bunch of suggestions in a google doc like just brainstormed all of us at the same time not looking at what each other were doing um, I think the suggestion was like, just say two gaming things and put them together. Oh, um, the classic. The classic, right? <laughs> and, uh, and so we did that. And then I read through the list. And when I got to Gaming New Horizons, I laughed as I said it. I'm like, well, that's stupid. That's definitely not going to be it. But for now, let's use it as a placeholder. <laughs> and that's like, that's just putting yourself in the grave right there. As soon as you say that, you're done. You found it. Yeah. <laughs> and further like it's cheesy but i do think that especially since we've rebranded we're not only looking at games up to this point but we are trying to look forward as well and we're looking at it from newer perspectives and we're trying to see we look at the things that are wrong with games not because we like nitpicking like i really don't like being overly negative or critical but 
and and further when things are bad or there's something wrong with them i think you can still enjoy them and the good parts of them but i like yeah, to find the things that are good and the things that are bad and that we can learn from and i i'm excited to see what gaming looks like in the future because of that mm-hmm. well like it's it's a huge thing if you never look at like the things you hate it doesn't breed new mechanics. It'd be like, okay, what would be a cool thing that could replace this? Or right. I, I feel like so many advancements were made because people were uncomfortable with how something previously played. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't, I don't think that's negative. I think that's a, that's a very, um, good way of looking at things. Yeah, I think y'all got the right spirit. We ready for another Thank game you. submission? I think y'all got the right spirit. Spirit, you got you know the joke. <laughs> got it. <laughs> the jokes it. write themselves. <laughs> the joke finished itself. <laughs> this submission comes from Pure on Twitter at TwitchGuy222. TV show JRPG. Take it as you will. I love this. Thank so you. So are Pure. we making it? Are we making another TV show like our Garfieri like cooking cooking anime? No, I want a TV, I want a JRPG where all of the characters and classes would be like the tropey sitcom TV I... show we get, right? There's the there's the Ross, which is the straight man that nobody likes, but that's going to be our main character. <laughs> I think we actually have a really good groundwork for this with Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Oh, Tokyo um, Mirage Sessions. Oh, you're, if you're not familiar with it, that it is a it is a it's a game that's a mixture kind of it's it's a Persona like game. It's by Atlas, um, mm-hmm. and it has some elements from Fire Emblem in it. But it's it's uh, you you play as a a, a Japanese idol, um, and so you uh. you you, you uh, <laughs> go into the idolosphere and fight demons so that you can become a better performer and then put on like pop song shows. Uh, so this this brings up an interesting idea. What what is a sick it's a sitcom but it's idols. Well, like, I feel like uh, that's something. There. I mean, I was thinking just TV stars. Oh boy, okay, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have our characters who are just What's people in the idol? world. They're also actors who are on a TV show about being idols. Yes, and it's all a video game. Let's get as many mediums in this as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a video game about real people who go to work to be to to be actors. <laughs> And Meaning that they are acting. They're acting as idols. <laughs> so oh, there's a system. Oh my god! And I think that like it it stands all the way down, right? Like the way that this works uh-huh. mechanically is you have your base character, which you can equip like a stand or a persona, which uh-huh. would then be their acting form. You then can equip from there a persona, which would be there. Oh, you're saying their which stands would be their have idol stands, form. AJ? Yes. Right. Their personas oh have personas. Their stands no, their personas clothes, probably, right? Oh, yeah, they, it could be. Hmm. I like the idea of it being clothes, but I almost like the idea of just stacks on stacks on stacks a little bit more. Just somebody over the shoulder of somebody over the shoulder of somebody oh, over yeah. the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good, too. Oh, God. Because then so you're going like... into, like, the final boss and you have 15 people with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. you going to do a thing where you have access to all of them at one time? So, like, say you're in a <laughs> boss fight sequence, you actually have to cycle through them. A little bit like, um, what's that police game you played recently? Uh, Unlinked or Chained or something? Chain, chain, Astral Chain. Astral Chain, thank you. Is it a little bit like that where you just have access to different 
like different stands that you can cycle through so like throughout the boss fight it requires different you to do different things one thing is like you need to do a dance sequence from your idol thing the second one is you need to do acting <laughs> i think i don't know how that translates but <laughs> i think it would work best with menu systems like a turn-based rp jrpg yeah mm-hmm Okay. All right. AJ, uh, do you want to take the reins on that? Because I don't think I've ever played a turn-based This RPG. is a very high concept, and I almost uh, we need to build the ladder up. We need to start with our base mm. people before they go uh-huh. in to be actors. Who who mm-hmm. also can... Uh, they have. It's important that they have a support system between the, the, the actors. Oh, yes. You can all, the, the mm-hmm. Ross token character can absolutely date all of the actors. Not... Not Ross, not not Ross the character, but David Schwimmer the actor. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 a level too deep, AJ. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. <laughs> so your actors can all date each other. Mm-hmm. They can then go so, into the system. Who are the actors? We've got Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Are you just... <laughs> <laughs> That's the- is it just wait AJ 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 high, higher concept here every person is Dwayne the Rock Johnson but from like different <laughs> movies or from like or they just oh. look slightly different so it's a dating game where it's all Dwayne the Rock Johnson's that doing is different a build, personas because I think that's a because build you the, can do when these you get are all to the different roles. personas <laughs> <laughs> having those them are all be all Dwayne the Rock perso- Johnson yes. is a system that you can implement when you get to the role system but I think that the mm-hmm. base actors are all different Mm-hmm. Oh, so are these oh, just going to be... Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so are these just going to be famous actors that we want to go with? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, this is tough, because we can't we can't create a character and then create their character. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, all right. I, I, I can sum up our game pretty well. I want Lance Reddick as a magical girl. AJ, okay. that's Zavala from Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know yeah. if you know who, who Lance Reddick is, but okay, so he's Lance like in Reddick. Fringe. He was the he was the the second bad guy in Quantum Break. Uh, I'm trying to remember some other. I I think his two famous things were Fringe and and Quantum Break, and Destiny. <laughs> so Lance Reddick want... is the actor. Uh, he can, yeah. you can assign him the role of. I think that this would be like the TV show tropes would then be in this role, like the role. Mm-hmm. Place. Oh, he's he's totally the mentor character, like the older mentor, char- mentor right. character. So you assign him the like role of Red from that '70s show. <laughs> and dumbass. Then, and then the stand that you are able to hear to Lance Reddick say "dumbass" <laughs> like so badly. And then the stand AJ. that you could give him on top of that would be like a Cubay or a little uh, cat from Sailor Moon. <gasps> Oh, and it's like that their, would be what their turns persona, them into the magical girl. Yeah, their persona should be like the antithesis of what their character is. So if it's like you have the shy <laughs> character, their persona should be the loudest, like craziest, gem packed. Like I'm talking like um, what's it called? Uh, oh man, why am I forgetting the show? It's like uh, Gem and the Holograms, I believe. Like that kind of glam is their persona. Okay, and then the 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 character that's angry really angry has a has a idol persona that's really happy and cheery yes. am yes. i understanding yes. this correctly yes. i think i don't know if we're i'm understanding this correctly there. anymore i mean 
who I, well I thank you for I, the submission pure <laughs> i i really appreciate you <laughs> i i pure pure is uh a, a good a good uh friend on on twitter and, and oh, the really? like and uh yeah, oh, hell yeah yeah well they've been submit they submit to like the show i think like every week that's rad hell yeah pure i'm glad you're here <laughs> and Aww. thank you for submitting tv show jerping <laughs> <laughs> all right who's got one more for us Okay, I can I can get you I I can get you another one. This one comes to us. This next submission comes to us from I am not witty enough for a funny name at ARP ten thirty three. A shooter where your guns are worthless, your class and skills are entirely based off of your fashion and cosmetics. Oh, is that just Destiny, AJ? <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly so, how I play Destiny. Good. Mm, so. So is the actually there's an interesting idea here. So you have it's a squad based game and basically it is just a cosmetic designer game, so like a makeup dress up game, but depending on how well you dressed up, it accumulates points and that's like kind of a it pushes the the weight or like the pendulum or whatever onto what side is the most fashionable. So it's like a competitory cosmetic cosmetic game. I I like this because if if for no other reason, what it does is it it guarantees that it's not that like you get newer loot and you get better loot and you hope it's cooler. It's just that like cooler loot is better. Yeah. <laughs> like period. <laughs> and rare. I also like the idea like when you say squad based game, I like the idea that you can like you can have set bonuses and then also like squad bonuses if everyone's wearing like the same thing. But then yes. you can also do like bonus. mix it mix and match stuff. Like if everyone has like mm -hmm. a different thing, like maybe you can dress them all as like one of the four seasons, and like that has a special effect or whatever. I think mm -hmm. that would be that would be fun. Okay, here's there... the thing that I do need to okay. ask though: How does the game understand whether or not your fashion is right? Is it a um, system where like you have to squad up, and then maybe the squad assigns who the best fashion is? And then that okay, player is going you, to be like the strongest person on the team because they got their fashion so right. Are you saying like, are you picking a class system that you need to like match your fashion to? So it's like, hey, you have the athletic character, so, so they tend to look better in more athletic clothing. Is that what you're going for? No, I'm thinking that like th there's a squad. So say the three of us load up into a squad. Sweet. And then like the first cycle of the game is like gearing up, getting our fashion right. And now we're ready mm -hmm. to go into the fight. But we are given like 18 points total. We need to decide how those 18 points are going to be distributed. They can't be distributed equal. One of us mm -hmm. looks the best. We've all three of us know this. We need <laughs> that person's going to get the most points and whoever looks the least good is going to get the least amount of points. And that's going to affect how good they do in the mission. Okay. Mm -hmm. I this think, might, like a, this I might think be that stupid. that's the workaround oh, no. for what, what Joe, you, what, you, what you got for us? What you cooking? This... Uh, this this is probably stupid, but I think it fits on this show. Um, <laughs> the the how cool you are is not determined by the game. You set up your your outfits, you and your squad. You set up your outfits, and then you submit them to oh. our game development studio, and we decide how cool you are and oh give you stats God. based on that. And you can't play the dungeon <laughs> until we get back to you. Yes, you have to get every fit approved. And there is an enormous wardrobe, and there is an enormous, incredibly robust customization. Really, really, really quickly, really quickly, what is the wait time on this? <laughs> like I, less than a day. It? Like oh, okay, I mean, okay, you know, like we we you know we we can get back to people really quickly, but um, 
I'm assuming the game There's grows. You know, maybe we have to we hire some you within the hour. Yeah, if you if you bought if you money. pay for the season pass, you're going to get your looks reviewed faster. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh my god! And what if you know, did- like, there's probably like a mini game or some other kind of smaller game that you can do while you're waiting to earn credits so that you can buy new clothes. Yes. Okay. I think this you does can feel submit like a dual, an outfit like, on the side, game. and you can still be using like an outfit that has already been uh, like cleared and rated. So, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I think that we like only the give the players like a maximum of five outfits. Oh, interesting. So they have to like figure out what to slot in throughout the season. Exactly. And also there there is a season mechanic in this and it's like it is like fall fashion, winter fashion, summer oh, fashion. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, That's, yes. There, yeah. there has to be a seasons mechanic. <laughs> that like unlockable. So it'll be like you can log in and see like, hey, here's all the outfits available uh for this coming season and here's all of their stats and other things. And what we should do is just to make the game a little bit more diverse. Um, just like Destiny, each outfit it can be uh, complement skills for the mini game or the side game that that is part of is part of this. So, right. like, say if we do something that's like it's a, a matching game. So, like, if you ma- like a, like a sort of like a bejeweled sort of thing, just using that as an example, uh-huh. if you with this certain outfit, you get higher scores when you match these specific colors. Oh, you want to add like, like actual that. little mini games into the hub world for them. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I feel like it, it, I, I don't no, know. You're like, right. I the thing like... that's always been missing to me for Destiny is that I can't just play checkers with my friends or something in the in like the central hub space. It's okay. I use that game it's as a social. Not, it's not like, like there's a raid system. <laughs> no, because I use that game as like a social space. So I need more social space things to mm-hmm. do in it. The having the mm-hmm. one ball I can kick is not nearly enough. You, I want to be able like to play bubble at bubble the, with at the people. farm, dude. I hate soccer at the farm, and I hate soccer at the spaceship <laughs> even more. Okay, so what I feel like we need to figure out what our side game is. Well, that what the, the actual game? Affect. Oh, that. Well, I, so I mean, I like the idea of having a, a bejeweled. Ma- you got to have a match three in there. You know, that's mm-hmm. fun. That's mm-hmm. fun, and for the kids. Um, but also like I, I, you can you can just slot this onto like what you have. This could be like an MMO almost, um, mm-hmm. and you know, typically you're waiting for a, a dungeon or a raid, and you have to wait for a party to get together, whether or whatever. Mm-hmm. But during that time, what are you doing? You're fighting low-level mobs. You're like, uh, I don't know, doing your blacksmithing tree or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Like that's all one thing that you could be doing while you're waiting, as well as these like bejeweled or farmville really, or whatever the really, hell. Really, really quick idea with this. So I'm trying to think of like. One thing that's kind of popular right now is like doing classic games, but now they're multiplayer. So like there's Tetris 99. That's like Tetris, but there's multiplayer. What if you did a thing where your squad is taking on one screen of Bejeweled, but you each take turns doing it. So you need to communicate what combos you're building towards. Or you can do a thing. I love these mini games. I love the amount of detail and like time you're worrying about the mini games. We need to think about the core (laughs) gameplay loop. I thought that was the Corkman game. No, loop. that's no, not a the submission the was thing, a shooter, wasn't the it? The thing that brings you to the game, the thing that makes you want to play the game is the uh-huh. big dungeons, is the big raids. And okay, what does a dungeon look like as a fashion designer? I think that oh. I think I kind of want to like <laughs> I want to steal the system of like like a like a Final Fantasy or like a World of Warcraft. Like there's real MMO 
like skills and real MMO like abilities that all yeah. get placed mm-hmm. onto your character, but you as the player have no control over that. You only have control over what your fashion looks like. You then right. send mm-hmm. it in to be like verified. The, our independent fashion team will look at the outfit and be like, mm, this looks like a beast tamer outfit if yes. I've ever seen Very one. strong. Oh. Strongness is high on this one. A lot of fur, a lot of armor. I'm going to go ahead and give him a couple tank skills and I'm going to give yeah. him a little bit of a familiar. And you might get your outfit back and be like, swords, really? Okay, uh-huh. I guess <laughs> I have to switch weapon as a weapon I'm using. <laughs> That's like taking random roles and like pushing it to the extreme. Yes. Like like mm-hmm. it's behind it's like a person. Exactly. <laughs> a human... That's well that's the thing. That's 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 the thing that is the problem with fashion in video games. It's it's this objective thing already pre baked into the game. Mm-hmm. You don't have the human element. You don't have somebody telling you this is cool. And, is there and... <laughs> is there a system <laughs> is there a system that we could do because i know there are those like subscription brands where you like you send them a picture of yourself and like your measurements and stuff and they pick your outfits for you is having a season pass where like no they actually pick outfits for you the, no that's the... that's the equivalent to gold miners like that's <laughs> <laughs> Pay to win, baby. <laughs> you have to hope okay. that you build a good enough outfit that you send it to someone and they think to themselves, yeah, I think that you do deserve some top tier skills and some top tier defenses. Uh-huh. It is mm-hmm. completely random, but there is a human element. So you do have to make sure that what you're designing is impressive enough to get you those. Because goods. also, but also I love is that if this is an MMO and you see a lot of people walking around like, if you see a lot of people walking around with the same thing, you think, oh, that's doing really well. Like, I'll try something similar. And then they, and then you get the person behind the other end who's like, oh, this is the 200th time I've seen this in a row. You get low stats. Like, fashion? Oh. Fashion? You got to keep up. You got to you got to innovate. Ooh, you got to yeah, do something yeah, new. You, you got to be ahead of the curve. And what, yeah. that's right. what I also love is because we have an independent team working on and raiding and give, distributing skills for these outfits, you can have two people mm-hmm. that have the exact same look, but just like yeah. two mm-hmm. different people saw them. And you know what? They're just not quite feeling the coattails. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Coattails are pretty so, old-fashioned, and I do hope that you get killed in the dungeon <laughs> is the thing. I hate your look. <laughs> it's just... It just creates this mean girls sort of atmosphere where everybody's like, everybody compliments everybody to their face, but then they go into like the side chat and just be like, oh my God, could you see what they, what they were wearing? I cannot two so- fucking Two believe- swords on the back hip. I can't be- fucking believe it. I submitted a you look know? like that two weeks ago and I got docked. I, I got docked once. <laughs> I, I, my character had three swords on the back and I had, I was hoping for good weapon switching skills. And instead I got movement speed debuffs and Blake comes over here and he can swap to a, a fourth sword. He got a unique passive. This sucks shit. <laughs> could you do a thing just like thinking like branding could you do a thing where we actually get real clothes from the real like real world band brand yes. like gucci yes or something like well, how do you think we're gonna pay for it blake <laughs> you're asking the real questions joe <laughs> in fact like like pro streamers will create characters in this game that then oh get the brand God. deals you know how like uh final fantasy like 14 no final fantasy 13 lightning had a brand deal with gucci where like she was like holding the purse and wearing the dresses and Gucci was like, that's our model right there. This game's oh gonna do God. that, but for like player characters. So yes. wait, are you are you telling so wait, in that sort of world, that means like every des is so 
actually, here's the thing. Here's how this is. This would be a fun mechanic. So if we have like raids or whatever in this game, you know, like in Destiny, the first person to complete a raid gets like a gun or <laughs> something that nobody else has. They either get a piece of fashion that nobody else has or they get to design the next piece of fashion that goes into the game. So you can have a thing like if you you are fighting to be the most fashionable and to defeat the raids the fastest, so you can design like the next season's like like clothing basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love and this. That could be garbagey. Like it turns out, like the people who won the first raid decided to make a T-shirt that had holes in the armpits but nowhere else and that's just the, that's the most that's the most powerful fashion for next season you have you and you can't well, say anything about I would say it. it has the potential to be the next big biggest fashion right like mm-hmm. maybe it's overused because people are really excited about like the team that did it maybe it's underused mm-hmm. so finding an outfit that looks good with it like trying mm-hmm. to master that shirt is going to be rewarded how, how do you how do you wear a jacket over like a shirt that has cut out armpits, you also because have then it's to have just a, a white shirt that isn't has it? cut out armpits. Well, obviously you wear it like Auron from Final Fantasy X, where it's over your shoulders but not on your arms. Oh yeah, Fucking and then you sweet. just show the God. pits. I would be really good at this game. I'm so <laughs> weak for that as a character design. You would oh. be very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I do want to put a pin in this. I think that this has okay. some real potential. That, Joe, do you okay, have one okay. more for us? I well, I I have one and a half more for you. All right. Um, I just well, I just want to get do this. some lightning rounds. So if we after you give us your main submission, we can do a couple lightning rounds before. Okay. We okay. Two. Sure. 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 Yeah. Well, I, I only have sure. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I I wanted to get this on the show. I don't think that we're gonna dwell here because we do dating sims so much. But uh, <laughs> it was just fully for my brand. Uh, this was from my friend Marty, also on the Lunar Light Network. Um, at Frosty the Robot. And they submitted villain dating sim. Three Ooh. simple words. Villain Ooh. dating sim. Okay, so real quickly, how do we know they're villains? Is this, are people going into this game, are these like villains that are, have already existed in media? Like for yeah. just example, yeah. is it Disney villains? Or is I think it, I we was, just I, need to sit was, down. Was, Why don't you on. go, Jeff? <laughs> well, I was, I was chewing on this and I was thinking like, you know, I don't, I don't know that I, I do want it to be like the Riddler and Hades, but at the same time, <laughs> I kind of want us to have original villains. Okay. Um, but I think it's, I think you can design a villain and, and they'll be, they'll probably be like in the league of villains or whatever, well, you know? If, oh, if we league, just of, name... league of villain explorers. And then, you know, that translates to love, which is the name of the game. Oh, that's very good. Actually. You know, you know, be really saucy. Our main character should be a superhero or some, or some hero that got kicked out of like their Justice League group and discovers this group of date of like, uh, like the League of Evil basically, and it's like Dream League Daddy of is going Explorers. League of Villain Explorers. Thank you very love. much. Uh, <laughs> they discover love. They discover love the group right. and love the emotion. Um, and it's like a dream daddy sort of scenario where they're just going from evil member to evil member, discovering what they're about, what they like doing. And it's this story of finding love, but also becoming your own supervillain. So we, the big question here is that we need to actually sit down and decide what are some of the sexiest villain archetypes? Uh, I have... I think Hades is always hot, and no matter what media he's portrayed in. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> funny <right>. joke! <laughs> um, what about... What about Kilgrave from 
Netflix Jessica Jones, played by David Tennant. Let me just go ahead and double check that one really quick. I mean, it's David Tennant. It's just David Tennant. Oh, okay. <laughs> the purple man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so like fancy looking supervillain. Like yeah. well dressed. Okay, okay. Sure. Who are some other Um, sexy I also villains? mentioned the Riddler. Two Face. Two Face is. Uh... Two Face is a sexy villain. Two Face is good. There's, there's, I mean, he's I mean, half Poison sexy. Ivy. Um, uh, maybe I know Morticia Adams isn't a villain, but you know, we could go something for that, that, that aesthetic. I'm sorry. Who did you say? Because I heard Patch Adams and I don't no, think I'm sorry. <laughs> Morticia Adams. <laughs> okay. Very different characters. Although maybe, maybe Patch Adams is in there. Maybe Patch Adams. <laughs> Pranks the raccoon from the cereal. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher of Pranked. okay i i think i think we need to look at archetypes because i feel like there's always i feel that would be a way of narrowing it down oh oh you could do like brain in the brain in the vat villain like you know for the sapiosexuals out there yeah gotta give one to them (laughs) (laughs) brain in a jar We've is, it got ju- is it literally tired. Is it just a brain in the jar on a desk or is it like are they like attached to something? Well, you mean I mean like you said archetype. So I'm looking at like Krang. Yeah, we like got like mm-hmm. MCP or whatever I think fits that archetype. There's and, the uh, there's the tired. There's the tired daddy. Right. The Hades archetype. There's mm-hmm. the uh, lady that's when sexy in a rat kind of like, way. I'm like, also picturing like Hades from hunkules that's that's the that's the series that's yeah the, the yeah hades i'm looking you're at. thinking like a hades <laughs> like that you're thinking like uh like the voice of hades from the incredible musical hades town like that's a nice oh, rugged fuck. sexy oh that mm-hmm. guy's so cool <laughs> okay um there's the sexy and a rat kind of way women uh villains uh, i'm thinking something like cruella de vil okay yeah um Sweet. <laughs> so we've got three there okay what are some um, other good villain archetypes? There's the I was your best friend and now I'm evil archetype. Oh, shit. The, you know, the youthful best friend that actually kind of oh, is mean. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is like, maybe that's their in. Like, story-wise, that's the first person they meet. Oh, yeah, they of course. And they are introduced <laughs> yeah. to yeah. Well, well, yeah, like, well, I, I'm trying character. to think of, like, what's the story? Yeah, what's the story here? And I think after being, like, just... I don't know if we're like gung ho about like this is a superhero character, but after they're removed from their previous situation, they are welcomed to love through that character. We mm-hmm. do need at least a fourth or a fifth. We need at least a mm-hmm. fifth sexy villain archetype, please. Mm-hmm. Well, you could do. I feel like a Poison Ivy character would be good because, especially Poison Ivy from like the new TV show. A Harley Quinn that's just like where she's there's that uh, specifically that segment is like I'm not a super villain I just don't like people destroying forests all right yeah like, like, the, like, a, like a, a reluctant like a, a reluctant super villain yeah like like a super vi- a twisted super, reasoning twisted yeah, reasoning yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right there's so our five do... villains for love okay so what is like the overall like mechanic are we just, it's just going daddy like... you talk your way through it yeah <laughs> okay sounds good <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Do we want to if talk you, a little if bit? If you can, like, there's, so in the mini games or whatever, or or the, the downtime, 
um, you you make decisions. And if you can, you have to like strike the balance between doing things that are bad to make your character like oh. to shift your character's moral compass more to evil. But if you do things that are too bad too fast, they'll resist and they'll like stop and and, and slow down in their progression <laughs> into becoming evil. Even that Hades will be like, me. damn, dude. <laughs> that's too fucked up. I'm like a fun kind of sexy evil. That's just like, fucking that's awful. Just... <laughs> this, I'm like this a bad boy. A... That's just fucked up. It's like if you're going into the, the classroom, do you bring an apple for the teacher, or do you bring a tack to put on their chair, or do you bring? Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish that. Like, because then he's just talking about violence in classrooms. And I don't want to do that. But <laughs> well, no. This this sort of like give and take mechanic reminds me a lot of uh splinter cell double agent because that was a big thing in the game well yeah because like you have you make decisions through uh, critical points in the game that could affect the outcome like the different endings it'd be like and i think it would definitely be like um using fallout 4 i know it's not a great game but they i'd like how they did companions you had to yeah. be a certain level of evil or good to have access to companions yeah right. so if you do so depending on what person you want to get with you got to be the right level of evil but with right. like a little touch of good you know but i also like specifically i want to i want to hold on to this like not just how evil you become for the other people but your character yourself will like resist if it's if it's too bad too fast oh like, yeah i like know, that. Oh, like, I, like they freeze in their tracks like i can't do that mm -hmm. yeah you have to slowly earn your compass. what i like about that too mm -hmm. is that means that like like there will be easier characters within the visual novel and then there will be the more difficult characters to get to in the visual novel right the ones that want you to be really evil you really got to mm -hmm. slowly inch your way to that level of evilness mm -hmm. how about yeah. how about and this you can't lose how, too much time how about the dates are crimes so like you're going out and you, Ooh, and you are, so yeah. you are doing so like instead be like hey I, you have like this really like fun little calendar on your wall or whatever that shows like hey on Tuesday I know uh, <laughs> like I know I know like Hades character or uh, the purple man is going to be doing their heist on Tuesday do I offer to join them on that heist? Am I or evil can... enough to pull it off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you have, you can, because I know like one of the things is, uh, I watch Game Grumps play like fucking uh, uh, visual romance novels all the time and I love it. One of the main mechanics is, is you are given a choice like, hey, it's Monday. Who are you going to hang out with? X, Y, or Z. So you have to make a decision like what route you want to go down. And I think you yeah. can do like on Tuesday, two people are doing heists. Do you want to do a bank robbery or do you want to do uh, you're going to go steal some some uh, cool uh, freeze weapons? And, you know, you got to mm -hmm. you got to kind of weigh which route you want to do. And also, if you really botch a heist, like if you were not prepared for it, the person mm -hmm. that you were with goes to prison oh. and they're just inaccessible oh, for the rest of the game. <laughs> yes, that's so yes, cool. Yes, yes. Maybe maybe not Is the that... whole game. Maybe like it's like a week or two weeks of like in-game yeah. time. You're not able to go out on a date with yeah. them. And then they're really pissed at you when they come back. Yes, yes, so yes. How, so so to add a little bit of variance, we do like we take a little a uh, little flavor from point and click adventures. So like. On certain heists, you'll be shown like rooms where you can collect stuff. So it'd be like, hey, I know if I want to be successful on this one route, I need to go do a heist with another person so I can get this one item that prevents that person from being caught in that mission. So you have to like memorize what you need for certain scenarios to make sure the heist goes well. So it can become maybe kind of a, a puzzle rid like 
like a puzzler game in a little bit of a way. I like collect- the puzzler. collecting game. Yeah, you know, just some just something yeah. to add a little bit of variance because I feel a little gamification. Yeah, because I feel like I in, you <laughs> our know, of fake game can definitely... have little a game design. Yeah, because I know some people love like visual novels that are basically just books where you're being read a thing. You don't really need to think about it. And that's that's an experience. But I think it'd be nice to add like a little bit of thinky thing Mm -hmm. to it, because if you're doing heists, it's got to feel like a heist. You got to have the right things to do. it. Well, this is like trauma center, you know, like it. And that's it's I think it's going to be fun for similar reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hell yeah. All right, are we ready to do some lightning round stuff before our nug? I'll be honest, I don't have any brought for lightning rounds. I, I, I got to tell you this. I got to tell this one to you guys. All right, um, hit us. Yeah. Ray, sure, Ray said it to me in call. I was like, do you have any game submission ideas? And then he said what he said, and I said, you're not allowed to say anything else. This is it. Um, <laughs> you can find him on Twitter at LRA13. Wonderful. And he said for his game pitch, butt cheek bongos. Finally, a sequel to Donkey Kong Bongo Rush. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Is the dating... Uh, sorry, not the... Da- why was I saying... No, there's no from- dating in this well, game. That's I important. Know, I, I'm dating other friends. Is, is, per- is the peripheral just a butt that you no. have to... Bongo? No, it's the bongos. It's, it's the bongos. The bong- thankfully, it is. But the what's bongos. on screen is slapping someone's ass. I think it's like I think you're probably uh, like some kind of specialized masseuse. You know. So okay, how is so it gamified? Right, we have the bongos. Yeah, what is our We're game? slapping. Where's the butt get involved? <laughs> Do we do we should call we should call Ray for a further explanation? Yeah, no, I I really think okay, this is gonna be amazing if this hits. But did either of you play the Tamagotchi like mini game game on the DS? No, no. I did not. Okay. I did not know there was yeah, a Tamagotchi probably, DS. Probably game. before your time. Would you like <laughs> us? Would you like us to just say yes, and you can you can just go no, off? No, I mean it was full of cute little mini games, and I think uh, WarioWare, I guess, is a good. Oh yeah, there we go. I think yeah. that's all it is, though. It's just one mini game of slapping an ass, and it's people <laughs> that come into your clinic. You're some kind of specialized masseuse, and that's all. All that's on the screen is a big button. It gets redder and redder as time goes on, but not too red. And <laughs> each client red, has their own preferences. Wait, hold on. I have, I have it. I have it's it. a rhythm okay. game. <laughs> so, so the whole, the whole thing about bongos is where you hit them gives you different sounds and 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 uh, <laughs> yes. So, just like a why, butt. why do, why do you get yes? <laughs> why do you get massage because you have knots? So on the screen, no. you're shown a butt, and on <laughs> certain areas. It gets a knot, so you have to hit the bongo drum in that specific area, rhythm I style. I don't want to make a game that has depicted naughty ass. Hold on. I think you're thinking about it in the wrong I mean, way, Joe. Just, this is not naughty like a, a ass. Little this bump, is edutainment. Know? And for the first time, we're able to teach two lessons in one. One, we're teaching people how to play the bongos. Two, we're teaching them how to get a knot out of a butt. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. No, I'm wrong. But I'm, really, I also, I'm really glad that I brought this here. I, I would like to. I would like to specify. I don't want the video game to be hyper realistic. But no, I am it's like a WarioWare butt. Yes, I'm, where it just looks like a fucking doodle dude sort of thing. Right. Exactly. Hold on, my cat exactly. is yelling at me. Yeah, this game isn't gross. 
It, I mean, it is gross. <laughs> well, but like in a playful no, Nintendo I, gross. If we're going to... Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like booger gross, not like yeah. send someone to jail gross. I don't think there's a lot of progression or anything. No, it's just the one mini game, I think, and it just goes on forever. <laughs> this is a game that you play when you just like need something on the TV. I gotta slap a ass. This is a perfect podcasting video game. You know, you turn it on, you play the game while you listen to your you podcast. You slap your bongos, perfect for audio quality. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when Blake gets back, we finally need to pick a nug. All right, I am back. All right, it's time right. to pick a nug, Blake. Okay, I think Joe should pick our nug. I feel like that's how I like doing oh. our guest episodes. Okay, um, I think it's I think it's the fashion uh, gear game. Goodness, Sweet. yes, that I I had a lot of fun with that one. That all game right. rules. So, all right, so we need to figure out some final mechanics and a name for it, and then I think that's I think we're good. So what are some of the like what are I guess this is more of like a fashion thing to like aim people at, right? Like what are the mm -hmm. classes that we know are going to be in this game so that players have the ability to sort of call their shots and aim at classes? Well, right. okay. Like, okay. What, so, what, I mean, you mentioned Beastmaster earlier. I think mm -hmm. I'm, I'm using like the Monster Hunter weapons as a as a guide here. <gasps> oh, yes. like, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Would players be uh, able to choose what weapons they even had? Yes, but uh, it's like it's it's the stat. Like you, you'll know it'll it'll recommend a class based mm -hmm. on the stats that you get. I um, honestly, I'm actually kind I, of I, like, and obviously, I, there's gonna be like a healer class as well. I feel like that would be kind of the joy of the game, though. Like, for for example, right now I'm going through Warhammer Vermintide uh, for the first time, and that whole game is power. It's like a, it's like Left 4 Dead, but instead of mm -hmm. you know like just civilians with guns, it's like different traditional like RPG classes. And mm -hmm. the way I've been playing the game is every level I switch a class, so I'm not just like sticking to my traditional like I love playing soldiers. I think that's fun. I'm trying like one one level I'm doing the mage, one level I'm doing uh, the rogue, one level I'm doing the bar uh, you know the dwarf uh, support character. I think part of the joy of the game would be re getting randomly assigned a role and pushing yeah. you to try out a new thing. Like like when I was yeah. playing uh, Monster Hunter with AJ, it was just like, hey, try this thing out, and it was just that joy of being randomly something being thrown my way and having to learn its mechanics. I feel like that would be very engaging. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, like, is that, is that experience worth doing at the cost of a person's like choice? Cause yes. I know no, there's some no, people that know, just love doing I, rogues. You I'm know? with you because we're already, we're already, we already have so much control over their experience by, by mm. picking their stats. So it's like, why not just, they will play this game. This, on this outfit is coolest for a swordsman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you might just, some players are going to get what they're going to call like, they're they're gonna come up with some cool term for it but like sometimes the the raider's just gonna feel a little flirty you know they're gonna get a character that has like 18 holsters and be like mm, sword skills actually yeah yeah um people will probably call yeah. those like hidden builds or or like mm -hmm. twist builds mm-hmm so yeah, so it's basically like aesthetically you look like you would be the gunner character, but you are in fact yeah. the big ass sword character. 
Interesting. Yeah, and that's just gonna be something random, you know. Maybe if the if the Raiders are feeling a little 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 cheeky. AJ, AJ, real quickly, uh, you know what we could do, Joe? Um, there is a a audio. There is a player review system in this game. So if you go up and you are like really mean to somebody, you can give them a downvote. And when they when they're out, that player who got downvoted, their outfit goes to in review. The reviewer takes that into account. So it'd be like, oh, oh yes. this character was obviously trying to build a gunner character here. I'm going to say, guess what? You just get to fuck around with a dagger now because yeah. you're obviously a pain in the ass in this community. Our yeah. community so be a good is going person to be so good fucked. <laughs> because every time an outfit is reviewed, so is the like account associated with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it like it breeds this really cool community, hopefully, of <laughs> that's trying to be this trying to be nice, you yeah. know? So like I the think be- those, oh, go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say I think those flags have to eventually come off the accounts, but like, maybe not. I don't know. I it yeah, could, like, I, like I think I think it could be a plus. And it can you could do two things. One, it resets at the beginning of every season, so everybody true. starts with a blank slate. Or it could be like a everybody starts at zero, and you can accumulate. You can either grow or. Mm. Uh, or lesson so be like hey you got two down votes but you were doing a really good day the following day and got three up votes so now you're back up to one plus one and, right you know mm, like yeah yeah, yeah. So you i can like do, that you can do something like that um yeah. so there's so, like so there kindness is a way to come kindness back. is a part of fashion in this game yeah mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm. looks worse than being mean hell yeah and you know what'd be so cool actually what if you give like if you have a certain amount of likes, that gives you access to more gear. So, like oh. the kind. So, like, say you've gotten a hundred thumbs up this season, that gives you access to like, like a completely new set of gear that you yes. can only get on raids and things like that. So, it like, encourages nice this really hat. positive fucking community uh, that is like just all about getting fashion and complimenting one another. Yeah, I like that. Hell yeah! All right, what I are like we thinking that. for? Are we ready for a name? Uh, fight or fashion? I've got fight two. Or I've got two possibilities. Okay. One is, um, I forgot the other one, so this one's probably better. Dressed <laughs> to kill. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Dressed to kill. Ooh, Ooh, that's it. That's it, dude. That's a I'm, great name, man. I'm, I'm put. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> Dressed to kill. Hell yeah, man. Alrighty. Are we ready to go to patch notes, everybody? Yeah, let's yeah. go to patch notes. Awesome. Joe, you want to go to patch notes? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. That's I'm so excited. Hello and everybody and welcome to Patch Notes. Hey Joe, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Giuseppe. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch there. I started streaming a couple of months ago. Been quiet yeah. lately, but getting back into it. Um, you can find Gaming New Horizons at GNHcast. You can find Mock Footage at Mock Footage. Uh, both of those shows are on Lunar Light Studio, which you can find at LunarLightStudio.com. Mm-hmm. I think that's everything that's important. Oh, also, you can find some Twitch highlight videos on YouTube with the same username. So check it out. Hell yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a blast. This has been, been a real pleasure to be here. Good. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. also uh heads up last episode i think we actually because you're still a little uh you're still catching up i think last episode literally last episode we were like man i wonder when joe's gonna come on the show <laughs> yeah no we did I, I believe there's an episode where i use a request from you and i say uh 
from uh, at the Giuseppe when are you coming on to the show and then I go on to <laughs> yeah, the <that's> submission right. <laughs> called the shop baby it's now <laughs> <laughs> oh now we got to now we got to reach out to Ray see if we can get them on the show yeah yeah, that would be I'm, that'd be a blast. I'm sure Ray will, will Ray will be happy to join you. Oh, that'd be Fuck so fun! Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been an absolute blast, like Blake just said. As always, <laughs> we re- we repeat ourselves a lot on we this do. show. Well, Blake said <laughs> Blake said all of the things, and I didn't get to say them. So I have uh, well, to, you, I want to say them get too. To... <laughs> well, you get to do our closer. How about that, buddy boy? As always, the intro and outro music we use is "Cheap Shop" by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent game from an excellent band. I've been AJ Hart. I've been Joe Lingua. And I have been Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games. Joe, you get to say it. Oh, yeah. That shouldn't be made, except this one totally should.